Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. Hey there, how's it going? It's going well, how are you? I'm doing well. It's uh, Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. It's a hump day. Hump day, yes. Heading through the week. Middle of the week. Dead. NFL's done. Middle of the week. Basketball continues. Yes. It's February 16th. That's episode 135. 136. 136. 136. Can't ever keep them straight, can I? No. no. It's okay. I can't. All right. Well, let's uh, let's start with some college football just briefly. Sounds good. Because Michigan has given Jim Harbaugh a five-year extension. And so he will be going nowhere, at least for the next five years, Yeah, apparently. What, which kind of lines up with what he said he was going to yep. do. He wasn't going to try to get another job with the NFL. I, I, I mean, how old is he at this point? I mean, do you think this is like his last contract and then he'll no. retire? Or do you think he'll continue? No, I continue? don't think he's that old. How old is Jim Harbaugh? I don't think. Because that sounds like the type of contract you would just kind of finish off with. Because based off what he's saying. 58 years old. So that would take him... That's five years. 63. He's Sixty-three. Maybe he wants to retire. So that seems like the type of deal you kind of finish off with. The yeah, type of deal where you'd be like, "I don't, not going to try to go to the NFL again. Try to get them to give you a decent yeah." I mean, pay. I guess at sixty-three, you probably aren't going to go try to build a right. You're not going to try to build something in the NFL, and you're probably. Man, he was pretty continue. quick though to turn San Francisco around. He was. I think that happened fast. Yeah, but still. But yeah, I just like yeah. I think it's kind of one of those deals when you. When you know a player's kind of close to retiring, he'll usually sign that big chunk contract yeah. or coach about to retire, usually around the same five to three year deal, whatever it may be. And they usually say something like, I'm not going to pr- try to go to a different team or try to go to the NFL or try to go, you can't go back to the NCAA, but you know, try to go to the NFL or whatever it may be. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is kind of, this is his last little, uh, last little paycheck, last contract he'll do with the, with the Wolverines. And then he'll try to go back to the, uh, to go to retirement, which I mean, he got a, he's been doing well as of late. He got to the uh, uh, championship game uh, against Alabama, or not, not to the championship game. Got to the playoffs and yep. looking to go to the championship game. So maybe in the next couple of years he can do that if he can keep this Michigan uh, team relatively in check. We know that a couple of Michigan players will be drafted uh, this year as they declare for the draft. But should be fun to see what's what's in store for the Michigan Wolverines. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, I think that's, I mean, usually when coaches say they're not going to try to go to a different team, usually they still kind of feel around before going. But at this point, all coaching opportunities are even gone in the NFL at this point. So no, signing not going seen, he's seen no, that he opportunity. That. Right, not, yeah. Not going I, didn't think, I didn't think he was going to change his mind. Right. But no. that contract solidifies yep. even past. Yep. yep, for sure. And into retirement years. In, indeed, they do. <laughs> so Sean McVay, <laughs> have you heard this? Yeah. Uh, like he might retire. Yeah, did you no, know this? He said he's not going to do that. He did? When did he say that? Right after the Super Bowl. He's quoted saying... I don't know. I was reading a bunch of stuff today that made it sound like he was not sure and they did not... Sean McVay addresses the rumors that he could retire after the season. No. Okay. Quote. No. No, All he's right. not walking away. Okay. So, and even at the... At the I, well, like, I don't know if it was his general... I don't know if it was his general manager. Before the Super Somebody Bowl. was saying that, like... When did you read this? Before the Super Bowl? No, this is stuff today. Because like before the Super Bowl, there was all this rumor swirling around as he'll retire, he's not sticking around, blah blah blah. And then he goes to the rally today, uh, or the Super Bowl parade, or whatever it may be, yeah. and he starts screaming, "Running it back, run it back!" over and over again with uh-huh. uh, Aaron Donald. Okay. So, and Aaron Donald pretty much wants to stay with the team as long as they can get all the guys back and try to get another Super Bowl push. So, I feel like 
It's not easy past, to do. Past this season, or at least for this season, Sean McVay and company will stay. But it's okay. going to have to result in Aaron Donald and Sean McVay getting Apparently that guy works at a level that is contract. impossible to maintain. Sean McVay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, he's one of the best coaches. Like in terms of like his schedule. Right, yeah. And what he's doing. He can't do it forever, but I mean. He wants family. and Right. I think he's going to. Um, he's probably going to do one if he's going to, I think he'd probably do one more contract and then call it quits after the contract, probably a similar deal to what Jim Harbaugh just signed of a, maybe a okay. five, three year deal. And then yeah. try to use what he's got, the players that he has, try to do one more, maybe one or two more play, uh, Super Bowl pushes and then, uh, retire with a bunch of money in the, in the bank account. And well, they say that he might end up in a booth. Somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised if he did yeah. that. I mean, that's just Makes the natural curve totally. of quarterback or not quarterbacks, but players and coaches. But I, I even heard like he postponed his wedding two times because of, right. because of this whole uh, right. because of the NFL and everything. Yeah. Doesn't seem like that's something that he wants to do long term. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to hold off for a couple more seasons, see what he can do. Because I mean, he's the youngest coach to ever win a Super Bowl at this point, yeah. and maybe he can be the youngest to do it again and again. Uh, and see what he can do and see if and if he especially if he can keep all these players around for a couple more seasons I would go with them and then when they all retire that's the sign that you should retire as well and try to do one last big contract with Aaron Donald and Von Miller and OBJ and see what you can do and see if you can get maybe another Super Bowl uh, it seemed like cap problems to me uh, apparently I read an article that said that they're actually in beautiful cap space if they really? can just reconstruct a few contracts make it incentives okay. instead of space and stuff they can I think they said they could free like 60 million dollars worth of cap really? space wow. and they should be fine to know another playoff run interesting post that dumb yeah sports if you want to find that interesting well maybe yeah interesting okay all right well let's uh let's jump over to the uh the nba so the trailblazers are pretty much crappy this year right well i mean Mediocre. they're making some type of push to get into the bottom part of the playing tournament they're trying to hold off the pelicans is that gonna happen they're in the 10th spot right now and they're at least a game up right now so okay they gotta keep winning okay so but they traded away cj mccollum uh they're they're pro you know I guess they're probably going to rebuild right. Well, they're already in the middle of a rebuild. I mean, okay. they really, uh, they're they traded for traded for Joe Ingles, but he's out for the rest of the season. And he becomes a free agent after the season, so I'm like that's kind of a useless trade unless they can lock him up. But Dame and him are and uh, and Joe Ingles are the only two veteran players they really got on the roster. Yeah, so, and so like they're kind of in the middle of a rebuild already. Is he, is Lillard out of there? Well, that depends on who you're talking to because he says to the media, and you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We're talking to his agent and everything, but he says he's the captain always goes down with this ship, and you know he's gonna go okay uh, and go there. But so he's like long term, like I'm a I'm a I'm a trailblazer for life. But at this point, the ship's already down. So you already went down with the ship. Uh, if you want to go that <laughs> way, you're already you're already in the middle of a rebuild, and your team's already crashed and burned, bit pretty much. Uh, and you have a season-ending injury, so you probably won't come back. So there's a lot of stuff that goes on there. And you can get a pretty decent trade package if you wanted to send uh, Dame out of there and go to a different team. Now, now's the time to do it because, yes, you could try to rebuild around uh, a guy like Damian, but there's really no upside for him to stick around on a team like Portland where they're at at this point. It's going to take a few years, three, maybe two or three years to get to the point where they're actually legitimate championship contenders, even with the team that they have right now. Uh, and do you really want to, if you're Damien, do you really want to sit around and wait for that to happen and you waste your years, your best years in the league, uh, waiting for your team to become to the point where they're actually legitimate contenders? Or do you want to go to a team that's a legitimate contender now 
and make some plays there. You go to the Warriors, the Suns, the Knicks, these teams that you can instantly turn into um, playoff winning machines because of your skill set that you have, and you can pretty much go anywhere and play, uh, plug and play. And Portland's going to get a major advantage because they can probably get some good amount of players from the team that they trade uh, and in some draft choices. So that's all going to be extremely helpful for them. And also we already know that the, this like little trade packages are working for you because if you look at it before the trade deadline and you look at it now with this type of Portland team that they have, uh, they're actually playing decent basketball. Now they're not perfect. I mean, the, the, you, have to, you have to expect that when you get rid of most of your best skill set guys for guys that are kind of middle of the middle of the road guys, not great, but also not terrible. And they've got good defense. The defense has definitely improved since the uh, max exodus of players that they had. So I think there's a lot of upside to what they've done. The defense, like I said, is improving the steals, the blocks, the one area that they really need to improve in is the, um, is, uh, is, um, transition defense they got to make sure that they can get that a little bit better because that's something that they really are struggling with but other than that they've really like i said defensively really come into their own a lot of shot blocks uh and things of that nature and also they're really good at uh, zone defense they've been really able to install that really well into their uh to their defensive game plans uh and be able to move it around and get some good blocks and stuff so i think there's a lot of stuff that they've done really well and they're winning games to the point where i would say you feel comfortable if you're portland saying, okay, it's time to move on from Damian. Maybe you can sign Joe Ingles to a, a, um, to a contract extension, get him on your roster for a little while and have him. That's a good bone to have. But there's just so much um, that you leave on the table if you don't shop around Damian and see what you can get from him. As I imagine a lot of teams would be willing to trade at least two or three players for him, maybe even in some draft choices added on top to try to improve their roster. And if you're able to get that done, I think there's a, there's a lot of good that could come from that. Maybe you can get him to go to the Lakers, trade that there. Um, I saw his name pop up a little bit with the Warriors as a possible trade destination. Put him with uh, Curry uh, and Dame. That's to the best three-point shooters in the league. That seems kind of unstoppable along with that young uh, team that they are building. down. Uh, is it down there and in, in the Sunshine State or the Golden State? Sorry. Uh, so I think that's also an interesting option. And then if you want to bring bring them down to the Lakers. I imagine you can probably uh, sneak some of those guys that they have on their roster. Now the question is, do you even really want them? Because they've had not a whole lot of success as of late. But uh, yeah, I think that's kind of where they stand right now. I think if you look at them this season, especially, they they stand a chance in that lower part of that play-in bracket. Um, I, I mean, I think it's, we'll be covering a lot of these play-in tournaments as we get closer to the playoffs because of the first teams to go. Yep. Uh, so I think that's going to be an interesting thing. They just got to battle off the Pelicans. I've been watching a lot of Pelicans basketball for the, for Portland, see what's happening there. But they're the type of team that usually sneaks into that bottom part of the play-in tournament or bottom part of the playoffs, doesn't last long in the playoffs, but always makes it there. They're just going to have to figure out what the best course to navigate is. Can they make it there? If they make it there, I think they'll be more willing to trade Damian than if they don't and they end up flopping. They can't get all the way to this uh, to the uh, playoffs. Then I think we maybe see Dame uh, stick around for one more season before they let him go. A uh, lot of movement that could be happening uh, over the next couple of months as play, as the basketball gets to the uh, playoffs and whatnot. So a lot of interesting things there. Okay. So James Harden has been with the 76ers now for how long? About a week? About a week. Hasn't played yet. But Hasn't played yet at all. Not yet. He, he's uh, They they both officially announced Ben Simmons and James Harden, respectively, for their teams yesterday. Okay. So, so before he's even taken to the court, 
Mm-hmm. Do you think that the 76ers have made a mistake with the trade? Well, it depends on if they think that James Harden can turn on a team that just lost by, I think, like 30 or 40 points. Uh, they lost so many good players in the trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even Ben Simmons, but the guys that they've just, just dealt away, these guys that are very good players uh, for this for this. 76ers team that need to be on the roster that are giving them success in general. I don't know why you just deal them all away for one guy that you're hoping will be the player that will turn around your organization that turns around your roster all because you couldn't figure out how to get along with another player. I, I just don't feel like that was a, a, a wise decision. I think you've benefited the Nets a significant amount. Um, I think you, when I was in favor of this trade, I thought it was just going to be a straight trade, yep. maybe James Harden for Ben Simmons, maybe throwing a draft choice. I did not expect them to throw in Curry's brother and some of the other guys that they traded, and some draft choices, uh, which was absolutely shocking to me. I mean, for two guys. And I don't think these two guys are the guys that are going to be the guys that turn around your organization, the guys that are going to make you an instant championship contender. I, I just think James Harden gets injured a lot. Um, I think he can play the what you want him to play, but he's not good at defense. So there's a lot of question marks left to be answered there. And after you get embarrassed like they did against the uh, the Celtics being down pretty much the entire game by su- substantial margins uh, the entire time, when something like that happens, that kind of brings into question your management, your decision-making, how you're going to be leading this team in general. James Harden likes to force out when it's not working, and he did that twice from the Rockets and now from the Nets. Is it going to do it again to you if you're not careful and then you just – basically it's just sunk your team because now all your players that actually are going to give you some upside for the good amount of future even when James Harden is gone and now gone to the Nets who are now rivals of you that you need to go through because they're in your division not even on just your conference but your division so now you have to go through them to give you to get to the playoffs so now you've just kind of created a gigantic mess for yourself and even if James Harden plays good there's still a lot that you just you just basically made the your the giant that you're working against even bigger um and you might have made yourself even smaller because Maybe James Harden can be that player that when uh, Joel Embiid gets injured, like he does get injured, every basketball player gets injured. But is James Harden the type of player that can lead your offense to points and your defense to blocks and steals um, and, and and rebounds and all that stuff that needs to be done uh, on the defensive side of the um, of the floor? Can he do that? I don't know because in the Nets, the Nets sucked at defense. That was like their strong. Uh, that was like their weak point. And are you saying that James Harden was just? faking it with the Nets, and he's actually tremendous at it, and uh, none of that is actually a really big deal. I doubt it, but it, it is possible. I want to see him play on the court. We've seen uh, 76 players already on the court for the Nets. Um, I think the Nets are going to have a lot more upside uh, as far as this trade. I think it was a better trade for them than the 76ers. You can't make... I think they just made the trade super uneven. Um, I think they the Nets were able to use the fact that Ben Simmons was causing a disruption within the organization of the Nets to their advantage and to be able to siphon some players out that are actually going to help them on their playoff run because the players they've got are good at shooting, so they kind of fill that gap, but they're also good at defense. Uh, like I mentioned before, this trade even took place. That's one of the reasons why I like this trade for the Nets because they need another defensive player like Ben Simmons that can get it done on the defense side of the board. Now, he's got great uh, scoring but he's good at the defensive side and James Harden is better at scoring, but he's not good at the defensive side. So there's a lot of question marks that remain to be answered and obviously will be answered as we get to see them on the court and what they look like and what type of shape they're in. But I mean, James Harden came off this trade injured. So, I mean, you're just traded for an injured guy uh, that that has a lot of enemies now, as far as where the, where he's from, from the Rockets. 
and from and from the uh, the Nets. And then if you look at the last player to do something like this was Russell Westbrook, where he forced out OKC uh, from the Rockets, and then also he's on the Lakers now, and he's kind of flopping at this point. So when you deal around too many times and you push your luck, sometimes that luck runs out, and you end up getting into a situation where you're not ready for it. You're not that player that could take so much of a load and put it on your back and win basketball games. Is that the type of player James Harden is? I think he was in his prime, but he's gotten older now, and that Nets run was not nearly as good as his Rocket run, and will it, will it take another step down with the 76ers? Remains to be seen, but if he wants to have longevity with the 76ers, that's going to really rely on being a playmaker and getting the ball to Joel Embiid as much as possible to give him opportunities and get scores because that was what the 76ers really want. So if you want like longevity there, that's something that has going to have to be done. And then there's also that looming question that we mentioned before the trade even took place of uh, illegal tempering with between the owner and James Harden. Will that be brought to mind if they start winning games? And will that be a problem for him as far as draft picks are concerned? Uh, if you're the if you're the the Nets or the 76ers, there could be some problems there uh, because draft choices are taken away for stuff like that. So they got to be wondering if that's also going to um, kind of put its head out at some point if they start winning games. So the, there's a lot of drama now attached to this whole thing. Um, but I really would say the Nets have a lot more to be happy about, especially since they did not get embarrassed like the 76ers did. I think the final score is like 90 to 138 or something yeah. crazy. Uh, so I think there's a lot to be be worried about if you're 76ers fans in your playoff hopes. Well, you want to get that guy out on the court as soon yeah. as possible. See what he's like. Yep. Awesome. Cool. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah. All right, listeners, thanks for listening. If you haven't done so, please do subscribe. Otherwise, uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. God bless. See you. See ya.